Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board on this Tuesday, Hour 1. A lot of things to talk about, sports-related. We'll get to those coming up. Phone calls always welcome. Operator Tyler standing by. Say good morning to our radio affiliates, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio. If you're watching on Peacock, our streaming partner, you can download the app and you can watch for free. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Make sure you go to danpatrick.com, enter in the contest to win the Sprinter van that Seton is taking cross-country. That's coming up. So Yeah, soon. Not this weekend. When are you leaving? You're leaving this Sunday. This time next week, uh, probably be somewhere on my way, like between Pittsburgh and Chicago. Okay. All right. So this time next week, you'll be in Pittsburgh, maybe South Bend, Indiana. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What day are you leaving? Monday. God, I feel like your parent, and I don't even know where my kids are going. Like, where are you going? Yeah, you know, as we're talking about this, I'm like, dang, I got a lot of laundry to do. <laughs> I got, like, things I need to be taking care of. But you can enter into the contest to win the uh, Mercedes Sprinter van. It's gorgeous. Yes, it, it is. is. It is gorgeous. Yes, yes, it is. And you'll be taking on the road, and yes, we will clean it up. Oh, when Post. We, yes, after yeah. the trip, when we give it away in Phoenix. It won't feel nearly as used as it might sound. Yes, Paulie? So smells not included. Yeah. <laughs> the road trip smells are not. Not included. Okay. Yeah, we'll do our best to get those out. All right, we'll have a uh, poll question coming up, play of the day, stat of the day, all that coming up. But guess what? Oscar nominations came in. All right, no, you know what? <laughs> this is... What? Oscar nominations yes. came in. yes. Highly flawed Oscar nominations. Okay, no. We go to the newsroom. Highly flawed. Team investigation. The motto of our news team is: We don't break news. We sprain it. Let's go to the newsroom. Everybody knows these things are a popularity contest. Wait, anyway. we're uh, going to the newsroom with Pauly, you, not you. You don't break into a live news report. Yes. What are you doing? <laughs> have some respect yes. for journalism. No. Oscar nominations. Dan, we have a lot of football to get to today, but moments ago, maybe ten minutes ago, I hear Seton go. Oh, you got to be blank and kidding me. I know. I know. The room was dead silent. I know. I, know. This is, I only know the topic. Ridiculous. So I, of course, have been on the campaign for Tom Cruise and Top Gun to be nominated for an Academy Award. And Top Gun, Maverick, 
nominated for six Oscars. <laughs> yeah, visual effects, original song by Lady Gaga, okay. editing, sound, adapted screenplay, and best picture. <laughs> Let's go! What is this, Saving Private Ryan? Let's go! What is this, Amadeus? Tom Cruise. Maverick. It's the Citizen Kane of our times. Yes. Yes. It's about time Tom Cruise got recognized. Look, you know what? I'll give editing, sound, <laughs> hair and makeup, uh, all of that crap. Absolutely. Wow. That was crap. The, very sorry. Not crap. Uh, they're all very talented, hardworking Top people. Top Gun 2, <laughs> Godfather 2. Discuss. Best picture? Get out of here. <laughs> Made a billion dollars. A billion dollars can't be wrong, right? You know, you have Avatar and you have Maverick. Same thing. Katy Perry's made a billion dollars. <laughs> wow. Okay. Comparison still stands. Okay. I I feel like uh, my my opinions validated. Tom Cruise, Top Gun, deserved to be nominated for an Academy Award. Yes, Paul. Uh, Do you say one of the awards was for best screenplay adaptation? Is that correct? Yes. I. We could have written that screenplay in nine minutes. We could have written that screenplay. Well, then maybe you should have. <laughs> I think I did. Well, then maybe you should have. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Paul did. He did. He said, oh, I don't even know what the movie is, but here's what I think the plot is. And it was pretty much right on. Not, uh, not a lot of quirks and you know, left turns in that screenplay. Oh, uh, d- I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Yeah, I'm just saying Maverick wins again. Maverick Top Gun nominated. A sequel is going to be up there against like some of these other... Okay, what else? Are, they're up against what? Banshees of Inisherin. Okay, it's a very good movie. Everything, everywhere, all at once. That could win because it's quirky. That movie was incredible. And we're going to put that next to basically Top Gun exactly the same two? They're, they're incredible for different reasons, Seton. <laughs> what else? Top Gun exactly the same two. What else? Uh, Avatar Way of Water. Haven't seen that. Uh, okay. All Quiet on the Western Front. Haven't seen it. Okay. Elvis. No, I know that, how that turns out. No, you can't give me Elvis and validate Elvis and and disregard Maverick Top or Top Gun Maverick. I haven't bothered to watch Elvis. Elvis, no, not good. Triangle of he's sadness. good. He's good as Elvis, but the movies I didn't think was good at all. No, okay. Yeah, Todd did. Yeah, Fritzy said Elvis is pretty good. I liked Elvis a lot. I remember oh, coming. Oh, now we're going to trust what Fritzy likes. I, I'm just saying this is when the I first saw m- it. movie he's seen in the you know without nudity. Twenty. Yeah. The first thing I said to you guys was Elvis. I just saw it over the weekend. You guys got to go see that. Yeah. Any other movies in there I need to be worried about? Well, I mean they they basically nominated every movie this year. There's one, two, three, four, There's ten. five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Ten. Yeah, they can the nominate favorite. ten. Mm. Well, they're really. But that's why I thought maybe you could sneak in. The Fablemans, haven't seen that. That's uh, Steven Spielberg. Tar, haven't seen it. Tar, Kate Blanchett. Uh, triangle of Sadness. That's pretty much our day every day. <laughs> yeah, here. the Triangle yeah. of Sadness. Yeah, that's us. And Women Talking. Mm. Haven't seen. Okay. I've only so, seen two all right, of those. that's all. I just wanted to point this out. It was a big deal for a couple of days here on the program. BS. I took your slings and arrows and. The Academy has listened to me. Well, this is this. I I was very much alone. That it, it was ninety percent to ten percent. People love uh, this movie. They should. Mm. They should. It's America. That it's heroes. Just... It's it's everything that we're all the good things that we are. Fritzy, let's well, get let's get Tom Cruise. We on. should. Yeah. About time that guy got a break. Yeah. 
He's probably doing another Mission Impossible movie. See, this dude gets it. Clearly, it's a down year in cinema. Okay. Obviously. But that's okay. It's okay. I just said no. it deserved. I didn't go, well, varying degrees here. <laughs> it's just I, one of the 10 best movies. Nah. Okay. All righty. Welcome to the program. Already in progress. Puss as you in can Boots tell. 2. Puss in Boots 2 was not good at all. It's great? No. Puss in Boots 1, awesome. I just saw Puss in Boots 2. Yeah, not that good. Yeah. I saw it on Sunday. 11.15. Oh, matinee the, Yes. All right. I loved cool. it. My wife goes, no. Was there a lot of kids there? Yes. Oh, yes. That's unfortunate. We, it was all the kids and my wife. <laughs> that's unfortunate. And, and uh, you know, I thought, okay. You know what? Now I'm really questioning your judgment. Okay. <laughs> Based on that. Yeah. Yes, Polly. How can best? Uh, how can Top Gun two get nominated? But Top Gun the first one was not. Well, we don't know what they were up against, and you didn't have ten movies that were nominated back then. Checking, yeah, and maybe uh, you know, you had uh, Kenny Loggins' uh, music. Maybe that was nominated for an Academy Award back then. Goose, best supporting actor. What a snub that was. Could have been. Could have been. See, this guy gets it. Uh, poll question, first hour. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick uh, being nominated for Best Picture is a sign that culture is A, dying, decomposing, <laughs> collapsing, or pitiful. Or, or E, all of the above. If we win a sports Emmy, I don't know if people are going, well, it's a down year. They might. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them might. They might. Are we the Top Gun? Are we the Maverick okay. of these shows? This is a sequel. And I'm okay with this. If we win, you can say whatever you want. Down year. Ah, it wasn't uh, any good TV this year. I'm okay with that. Same crappy story retold. Yeah. Okay, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we'll take it. It looks good on the mantle. All righty. Yes, I keep telling you that. What's the, uh, what's the whole question today? Hey, you can go Top Gun. I don't uh, care because I am validated. Okay, maybe we'll put up two. We'll do a uh, Top Gun Maverick poll question. Uh, we do actually have some sports-themed poll questions. Okay. Toddlers sent in a bunch of them today. All right. One of them is actually fun. Well, maybe some of them. By the way, this program brought to you by Panini America. Hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats. Panini trading cards, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Make sure you start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. Okay, see. Uh, well, let's see. I'll throw out one of Todd's right now. Uh, I'm most concerned about Patrick Mahomes' ankle, Joe Burrow's cockiness, Jalen Hurd's shoulder, or Brock Purdy's inexperience. Mm-hmm. Those are that's a good question. Mm-hmm. I like it. I'm not concerned about Joe Burrow's cockiness. Not at all. Like now, you're going to be concerned about his cockiness? Not at all. Uh, it's it's Mahomes' high ankle sprain. Mm. Yeah. Because I do think that will, I don't want to say hamper, I think it limits him. Because sometimes you just react in the moment, and you're not thinking, oh, let me just run or extend this play. Now he's going to almost have to think those things, like, oh, I better stay in the pocket. But uh, Marcellus Wiley will join us coming up next hour, and he thinks that uh, this is going to be a big deal for Mahomes on Sunday against the Bengals. Yeah, Paul. I'm going to go with Brock Purdy because he had a nice game, but not a great game the other day. Mm-hmm. And if he cools off, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be cleared to play this week. And I don't think he's going to play, obviously. But as they said, he could be available. Mm-hmm. If Brock Purdy had the worst game mm-hmm. of his career this weekend and Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy on the sidelines, it could be interesting, the coverage of that. Oh, you can't put Jimmy Garoppolo in. He hasn't no. done anything. No. 
No. But you'd say like you're this, staying with Brock Purdy. No, not benching, but like just the coverage of it. If uh, Brock mm. Purdy, if, if they won and, and he played poorly, then then you would have two weeks before the Super Bowl, and then maybe you could have a question. But it's Brock Purdy's team. Yes, Seaton. Right. I kind of feel like Patrick Mahomes is experienced enough to overcome his bad ankle. I would worry too about Brock Purdy. Okay. Big moments. Okay. Not a lot I mean, of reps. I, 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 I like that, uh, that you're going against a really, really good team. The yeah. margin of error is uh, smaller than what you had with uh, the Cowboys. But, okay, yeah, I'd buy into that. You had a, a mistake or two cost you the game. Yeah. Just with a couple bad decisions. Yep. Yep. That's why maybe we should put it up as a poll question. Yes. But I don't think Joe Burrow's cockiness. I love it. Because that, that dude's coming in, and he's like, yeah, I've been here before. Let's go. Well, just trying to get one flaw for each uh, quarterback, I think, is yeah. the idea. Yeah. And then Jalen Hurts, I don't know, you know, the shoulder. I guess it's that's probably going to be something that he'll have to deal with in the offseason. All right, we'll get to phone calls coming up, settle on a poll question. The uh, betting line on the Chiefs and Bengals has fluctuated a little bit in the, in the last couple of days, the last 48 hours, because of Mahomes' injury. I think it went down to one. It started at three, then went out to one, maybe one and a half, and I got the latest lines here. The Bengals open as a three-point underdog. The line is now uh, minus two in favor of the Bengals. Were you guys aware of this? That's a a, a five-point turnaround, according to DraftKings. Is that a combo of the early bets and the Mahomes question, I guess? I would say it's all about Mahomes' availability. Plus, your Bengals defense that just went against Josh Allen a guy who does love to run, and you contained him. Now, trying to do that to Patrick Mahomes. Yes, Todd? Could you make the argument, assuming that he's going to be fine, Mahomes, or at least 85%, say, that you could make that a push as far as betting for the AFC title game? Would you have a problem with that? I don't. It's only two points. or You know, it doesn't matter. I heard some reports yesterday that had it. It may have changed since, like, last night, but they had it as uh, even. Um. You know, they tend to know what they're doing, but I don't I don't care if it's two or three or a push. They got to play the game. I mean, it's, it's nice for entertainment purposes, but the game itself, the Bengals don't go, gosh, we're two-point favorites now. Or the Chiefs, Chiefs might use this. Here's Andy Reid on the uh, Tom Brady, Jim Gray podcast, Let's Go podcast, talking about Mahomes' injury. These guys are wired different. Uh Jim, I mean, that uh, you can hear it in Tom's voice. Uh, uh, they want to rip your heart out every possible way they can, jump on it, squeeze it, and everything else. And and that's the way Patrick was at that time. But yeah. I just wanted to make sure that some of the gun wasn't broken because it, it was kind of an ugly, ugly look right there. But uh, once he once he got it checked out, he was, he was good to go, and and uh, he's doing well now. So he, he's uh, he's in a good place. The updated Super Bowl odds – the Eagles are the favorites right now. They were tied with the Chiefs, but with the Mahomes injury, now it's the Eagles, then the Chiefs, then the Bengals, and the Niners. We'll take a break. We weren't sure what we were reading yesterday. We didn't know if it was real, and then we found out it was real, and then we're curious who would have sent out these tweets about Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. We'll take a break, dive into that right after this Dan Patrick Show. GetRefunds.com, here to help you. You have a business, five or more employees, managed to survive COVID. 
you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. Not alone, it's a refund of your taxes. The challenge is getting your hands on it. That's where GetRefunds.com comes in. They have a team of tax attorneys they put together, highly trained in a little-known ta- uh, payroll tax refund program, and they've already returned over a billion dollars to businesses, and they can help you as well. And they do all the work. There's no charge up front. They simply share a percentage of the cash that they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. Find out if your business qualifies. Go to GetRefunds.com. Click on Qualify Me, answer a few questions, and see if you are good to go. The payroll tax refund program is only available for a limited amount of time. So don't miss out on your chance. Go to GetRefunds.com. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Yes, if you're just joining us, the breaking news, Maverick, Top Gun, part deux, 
is uh, nominated for an Academy Award. Best picture. And then uh, the guys, of course, have turned on me here. They're trying to uh, dismantle my great moment here with Tom Cruise and uh, Maverick. You want to go back to 1986, the original Top Gun? Was that when it came out? Yeah, it was released in spring of 86. Okay, now they didn't nominate 10 movies back then. Correct. They So Best Picture was five movies all released in 86. Okay. Are any of these movies... Should, should Top Gun be in over any of these movies? A Room with a View. I watched it. I, you know, it's one of those appeals to, you know, your wife. There's no jet fighters crashing there's in no, the movie. No, no, there's no. It's just a love story. The Mission. Don't know it. The Mission. Well, Top Gun's already better than that. Hannah and her sisters. I liked it. Woody Allen. I thought it was clever. Sounds lovely. Yes. Children of a Lesser God. Is that William Hurt? I think so, yes. All right, that was a very popular movie at the time. Yeah, and the serious. winner was Platoon. Yeah. That was a heavy hitter movie. Yes, it was. Now, guess what the highest was? Would you put uh, Top Gun, the original, the OG, yeah. in over any of those? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's a couple in there. I mean, the mission. There are no deaths from 12,000 feet in Hannah and her sisters. No, no. But you die laughing. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Blue, blue, blue. Highest grossing films of 1986 worldwide. Top Gun by far. Yeah. 176 million. Yeah, ball game. Then Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> it should have been nominated. Karate Kid 2. Could, well, nah, it shouldn't have been nominated. That's a, uh, was, was the original Karate Kid nominated? Oh, I got to check. Oh, Daniel son. I don't think so, but uh, back to, I think. Well, Mr. Miyagi, was he nominated? Pat Morita, I think, was Best Supporting Actor yeah, nominee. Yeah, um, Back to School was, uh, was uh, <laughs> made a hundred million bucks. That's that's a sneaky, great movie. Yeah, yeah right, Marv? It's better than Caddyshack. Uh, yes, Seaton. So did you guys mention the movie that won Best Picture that year? Yeah, Platoon. Platoon. You're going to put, Platoon, you're going to take Top Gun over Platoon? no. To be nominated. Like, you could keep Platoon in there and some of the other movies, you could replace The Mission. Oh, we're replacing it with Hannah and Her Sisters. Yeah, you could yeah, put in Top Gun in one of those. There's no Hannah and Her Sisters too. I checked. No, there wasn't. Uh, <laughs> Aliens made $85 million. That's also a sequel. Okay. Great flick. Yeah. And Ferris Bueller's Day Off made $70 million. And I thought that that was a very clever movie. But not Academy Award nominated. Here's a movie that was considered very good at the time, was not nominated. Stand By Me. Yep. Oh, it's a great movie. Yep. Yep. Color of Money. That was great. Um, Peggy Sue Got Married. That was not great. Ooh. No. Careful. No. Nicolas Cage ruined that movie. Ah. Uh, uh, but he wanted, and, you know, Kathleen Turner said, will you stop with the accent? I don't think she wanted him to have that goofy accent, and he was committed to that accent. Ruin the movie. Pretty in Pink, Rocky Four, About Last Night, very good movie. Yeah, it's good. And that's about it. Okay. If they had 10 movies nominated back then, then Top Gun was probably going to get nominated. <laughs> Your microphone's on seat. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, Doug Peterson, the Jags head coach, will join us. A few things to talk to him about after they lost to Kansas City. His thoughts on that high ankle sprain with uh, Patrick Mahomes. Andy Reid says Patrick Mahomes is going to play. There's no news there, in my opinion. But uh, it's, it's curious. It's interesting to look at the betting uh, aspect of this because Kansas City starting out as a three-point favorite. Now, in some places, Cincinnati is the favorite. And it has to do with this high ankle sprain. And in the way the Bengals have played as well, got to factor that in as well. 
the Cowboys lost to San Francisco, as we know. And I'm not on Twitter, but the guys will let me know if there's something I need to see on Twitter. And, you know, so I Seaton sent this yesterday afternoon, and it read Dak Prescott gave away the ball twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers in a matchup the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't again generate self-inflicted wounds. And I thought, okay, that could be Shea and Irving and, you know, a Dallas fan. It could be a website, Fox Sports. It could be a variety of places. And then I go, wait, it says Dallas Cowboys. This is, this is their Twitter. And I went, who approved that? I mean, you got somebody who is typing that up, and then I'm wondering, does Jerry Jones, does he have Twitter? Um, here's another one. Mike McCarthy took to the podium following the loss to the 49ers to give his take on a season that had the opportunity to be special, but instead ended up being anything but. This is the Cowboys' Twitter site. Then... Plays that might get forgotten include Tony Pollard's game-changing injury and a dropped interception by Trayvon Diggs. Wow. Okay. What are you doing? You, I mean, I love it. That's the honest, you know, Cowboys website there. But I think instead of being like, you know, these websites, it feels like, hey, you know, tough loss, but we'll get them again next year. Right. Go team! This is... Somebody's being honest here. This is full transparency here. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, most of these social media sites like, uh, you know, tough loss for the boys this weekend, but we'll get them in 2023. <laughs> and they're like, what? They got, it was a colossal. So the, the article was written by Patrick Walker, DallasCowboys.com staff writer. The headline, who knows who wrote that? It could have been one of the social media people. But it's like, it's still up there. People saw it yesterday. It's 24 hours ago and said, wow, that's a really honest headline by the social media people of the Cowboys. But it eventually, quickly, would have got up the food chain, and nobody took it down. Well, that's what was surprising. If you send it out, at what point does it come back, and then you go, who put this up? I mean, that's not fair to Dak. Not, not to your own team's website. Can't do that to him. Uh, the honest, a, no, a completely honest opinion is... No, the reason why it shouldn't stay up is because it's completely honest. This is the Cowboys, the Cowboys Twitter site. Right. If it was the Commanders who wrote something like this or the Niners, okay, but this is the Cowboys. Yeah, see. Well, that like my main problem with it, aside from like zero sense of loyalty whatsoever to the guy, <laughs> is that he got up after the game and was like 100% on me, my bad. I need to play better. I need to do this and took all of the heat for himself. And then some turd on Twitter Whoa. that runs their account is like, yeah, that's right, Dak. Let me double down on it. Just from an organizational standpoint, we agree. This is all your fault. <laughs> does any need that. It, does anybody side with the Cowboys website here? Paulie? Yeah, I think it was pretty objectively spot on of how the game played out. I don't think it, I don't think they pushed it. I think we're so conditioned to people covering up the truth and uh, putting icing on the cake and not showing us the cake. But, and these social media sites are, are very good about not telling you what's going on with their actual team. But who could watch that game and not come away with Dak gave the ball away twice in the narrow loss to the Niners. Again, self uh, gener generate self-inflicted wounds. Okay, we saw it. They did it. 
But I don't need the Cowboys to remind the Cowboys players. Right. But it's it's a it's a fan feed. It's a feed for the fans. It's, I guess it's reflect, reflectively or refreshingly objective. You know, when you're used to a bunch of BS and, and cover. Well, stories. no, I appreciate that. Yeah, but, but I can understand. I'm more surprised that some executive didn't chew out some kid and say, take that down. Yes, Todd. That's the beat writer or columnist's job is to write something like that. And then it makes perfect sense. But if you work for some mattress company or whatever, and your sales was down, and then the mattress Twitter calls you out personally, like, everyone else is selling mattresses except for Bob. I don't know what Bob's doing. <laughs> Come on, Bob. We're probably going to have to fire you. Embarrassing. Yeah. No quarterly bonuses yeah. this year nope. because Bob, Bob didn't hit his proper yeah. metrics. Whatever the hell. Bob's mattress, not objective. I, I have a problem with this. Dak owned it. And then all of a sudden, just uh, like be a little more supportive in it. it. It is interesting because the writer, the young man, I don't know, Patrick Walker, DallasCowboys.com, he may be consider himself just a pure journalist whose job is to cover it and not carry water for the team who keeps disappointing. Wait, they have journalists on Twitter? He works for the Cowboys.com staff. The road to WrestleMania begins at Royal Rumble. 30 men, 30 women compete for championship matches at WrestleMania. Watch Royal Rumble this Saturday live at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, and uh, you can watch it on Peacock. It'll be fun when the uh, Cowboys Twitter journalist starts breaking news on, uh, you know, this guy's suspended for various mm. reasons or whatever. But Because they're journalists now. This was not by the PR staff. This was by... You would think someone who's paid to cover the but team. But an employee of the Cowboys sure. tweeted this. Well, I guess it would be like um, Rich Eisen critiquing the NFL in a tweet, and he's employed by the NFL. You know, they can have they can jab their team here and there, jab their when it's obvious. It's almost worse if they don't. Well, there are people who work for the NFL who don't critique the NFL. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and they're you know that you know. <laughs> and I, I would disagree too that Twitter is one hundred percent business PR. There's there's no other reason for it. When you're when you're an organization like that, yeah. it's, it's purely PR. Yes, that's what was kind of shocking with this. I look, I I understand what they're doing. It gave me content on today's show, but it's wrong. It's wrong to do that to Dak Prescott. If Dak Prescott said, "Hey, um, if he if he pulled, uh, you know, the uh, what happened with the Jets? Hey, this isn't on me." You know, Zach Wilson and the Jets then imagine if the Twitter goes, hey, you know, Zach Wilson, another dumb mistake and then another dumb comment after the game. You you can't do that. Even though you could feel it or, or we could understand it or we would agree with that. You can't you can't do that to Dak Prescott. Yes, Tom. And even if Dak didn't take responsibility and pulled the Zach Wilson, it's still not the job of the Dallas Cowboys Twitter feed to say, wow, Dak doesn't take any responsibility. He thinks he was fine. I, I don't think that's what they said. I think you're adding to what they said. The quote is, Dak Prescott gave the ball away twice in a narrow loss to the Niners. Factually true. In a matchup, the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't, again, generate self-inflicting wounds. That, again. That's as simple and down the middle as it gets. There's a picture of Dak Prescott, but it, it was his. But what, what is the purpose of this? I would say in this specific one, it, it's DallasCowboys.com's in-house writer writing a, a objective piece about how the season ended. But we know how it ended. Yeah. What, what, what did they? What, I, I just don't know the purpose of it. In case uh, the purpose is, in case you're thinking about blaming Mike McCarthy, don't. It's Dak's fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have articles on McCarthy too. Don't blame him. 
Yeah. But that belongs in a blog, not in the Dallas Cowboys Twitter feed. I just, I, I was shocked by that. Does Jerry Jones know about this? Like, at, at what point does Jerry find out about this and go, what, leave it up? It's okay. The fact that it's, it's still up there is what was surprising. This is exactly why it's still up there. Because we're talking about the Cowboys? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, this is good for business? It's not good for Dak. No. It <laughs> it's not good for Mike McCarthy. Jerry's stuck with Dak Prescott. Maybe when they make the 30 for 30, <laughs> Dak will say, you know, the tweet is really why I left. Uh, we got uh, new shirts up on the website. We got a couple of uh, Bengal-related T-shirts up there. And I think it's uh, buy one, get 50% off down to the final four teams. And the sale ends Sunday night. No code required. Discount applied at checkout. All right. Uh, anything else that uh, needs to be mentioned here? Maverick is still nominated. Thank you. <laughs> they didn't take that overturned down. It yet. They didn't no. take that down yet. No, we're we're uh, gonna go to the union. On All right. Uh, Scott in Iowa joins us. Hi, Scott. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. How you doing? Great, Scott. Uh, I got a movie here that Tom Cruise was so bad they don't even give him a speaking part. Nineteen eighty-three. Uh. The Outsiders. He was the eighth best actor. Okay. Uh, I think he had a couple of lines in there. Yeah, he had a bunch of lines in the movie. Ended up having the most successful career of anyone in the movie. And of the other actors, they were more successful at a younger age. That's the reason why. Yes, Bon. Tom Cruise's really, his first role was a movie called Taps. Yeah. And he was kind of the crazy cadet, and it kind of loses it. He's a beautiful man. Yeah, but he was a nobody before that. <laughs> was Sean Penn? Sean Penn yeah, is in it, in and, there? Um, and Timothy Hutton was the big star. Yeah, yeah, that was a crazy movie. Yeah, good flick. I remember staying home from school a bunch and watching that. Yeah, go back and look at <laughs> look at all of the uh, the uh, actors who were in The Outsiders, and you know they were stars early in their lives, their careers. That Tom Cruise is the one that's still kicking. Yeah, Patrick Swayze, C. Thomas Howell, Rob Lowe, Emilio Estevez. Uh, Ralph Macchio. Yeah. And they were more famous, way more famous than Cruz at the time. Yes. Let's do it for Johnny. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. Matt Dillon. Oh, yeah. Matt Dillon was a big, big oh, star. Great career. He had he had a run there. Mm. There. All you got to do is watch the Flamingo Kid. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Great flick. Yes. Yes. Uh, Doug in North Carolina. Hi, Doug. What's on your mind today? Well, Dan, last year, roughly around this time, I called up and made a bet that uh, Marcus Mariota would be starting on day one, and I won that bet. So I want to go two years in a row, and my prediction for you or any of the boys who want to take this up Mm -hmm. is I'm predicting Cooper Rush will be a starting quarterback on day one. What do you think? Who wants that bet? Will uh, he be the Cowboys' starting quarterback? No, it'll be another team. I'm thinking, why not the Jets? Who would you rather have, uh, Wilson or uh, or Cooper Rush? I would say Rush, but I don't really want either one. But <laughs> uh, if I had to take one, but thank you, Doug. Josh Dumel, the actor, will not let this go. He's texting me last night, and he said, hey, Cooper Rush, better than Dak. If Cooper Rush played, the Cowboys would have won. That's the quote. And I go, I, how do we know? I, do, I don't know that. And he goes, you, you believe that Dak Prescott is better than Cooper Rush? And I said, I do. I think he has more talent. He might not know what he can and can't do, 
like Cooper Rush does. I think Cooper Rush knows his limitations. Dak Prescott may not know his limitations. Yes, Marv. You're right about that, but breaking news. <laughs> what? National Anthem. Oh, Chris, who's Stapl- gonna, who's... Chris Stapleton. Oh, I love that. I guess we're not going to play the guess yeah, who's singing the National Anthem. Anthem. What are you doing? Again? Don't you know how to tease something? You worked at ESPN. Yeah, I ran the board, though, and I run the board here. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go with Chris Stapleton as my guess. No, it won't be Chris <laughs> Stapleton. Thanks, Mark. I might feel bad later, <laughs> but not, not right now. Now. <laughs> now you're fitting in. Yeah. Chris Stapleton, that's a great choice. I got no complaints with that. All right, let me take a break. Play of the day is coming up next. Uh, so I mentioned Doug Peterson, Jags head coach, will join. Bill Walton will join us. How do you think it's going to sound, Seton, when Bill joins Mokey, us? hey, Dan Patrick <laughs> has invited me once again, rising like a phoenix from the ashes of where I had once yeah. previously known life to do be you, existing. Are you comfortable doing your impersonation of Bill Walton? I Bill would love <laughs> nothing more, Dan, than to share a moment with a great human. If I had Fritzy do his Shannon Sharp to Shannon Sharp, then you should be able to do that. A that. touch Absolutely. of gray here, gently... <laughs> nuzzling my hair take a break here play of the day coming up next thanks for listening to the dan patrick show podcast be sure to catch us live every weekday morning nine until noon eastern six to nine pacific on fox sports radio and you can find us on the iheart radio app at fsr or stream us live on the peacock app this is steve cavino and rich davis and together we are cavino and rich Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah! Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is called play. of the day. Runner left side, got it! play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. 6.20 to go. Here's a three. It's good. Out on the right side of the floor. Kevin Herter knocking down his first shot in his sixth attempt of the game. Rebound corralled by Sabonis. And he dialed out a triple-double with a two-hand flush on a drive to the basket thanks to Malik Monk. That's courtesy of the Kings Radio Network. Sabonis finished with 14-11-10, sixth triple-double the season. That matches the most triple-doubles by a Sacramento King. Actually, you go back to, they used to be the Royals, because Norm Van Leer, uh, 1970-1971, so the Cincinnati Royals, Kansas City, Omaha Kings, Sacramento Kings. That's your play of the day, brought to you by Simply Safe. Property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spike over the winter. That's why now is the best time to secure your home with Simply Safe. Claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with your order. SimplySafeDan.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Update the poll results if you can, Seaton, from the first 47 minutes of the program. Dan, is Top Gun Maverick worthy of a Best Picture nomination? <laughs> <laughs> your uh, options were a hell yeah or hell nah. Uh, we're going with right now hell yes 65 percent okay okay those people are all right uh we have another one though i'm most concerned about patrick mahomes ankle joe burrow's cockiness jalen hurts shoulder or brock purdy's inexperience right now patrick mahomes ankle 68 percent of the vote dang and by the way nobody's concerned about jalen hurts shoulder or joe burrow's cockiness okay well i would say it would be mahomes then it would be brock purdy yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's yeah. uh, 68% of the vote and then uh, another 20-something for Brock Purdy. Tom Brady on his podcast last night was asked uh, about what's he going to do, what's his next move, you know. And Jim Gray, good friends with Tom, known him for years now. And uh, here's the question from Jim and uh, Tom Brady's response. Tom, you're leaving everybody guessing. Uh, you said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do uh, regarding your football career. Jim, if I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already fucking done it. Okay? I'm taking it a day at a time. I sense you're antagonized by the question. <laughs> you're scratching. It's only like the question scratching. that everybody wants to hear. You're scratchy. I appreciate your asking. Thank you. That's uh, Jim's nickname, Scratchy. Jack Nicholson gave him that nickname. 
And uh, that's what Tom's alluding to. Furious there. Tom Brady explodes yes. on journalists. <laughs> well, first of In all. an expletive lace tirade. Jim Gray is one of his best friends. So it's not like, you know, Tom's shocked at this. It, you know, it's not like Rick Stroud is uh, asking this with the local uh, Tampa Bay market. And I'm going to guess prior to the start of this, Jim probably gives Tom a heads up. Hey, I got to ask you it. I don't know what you're going to say, but I got to ask you the question. And I'm surprised that Brady reacted that way. And yeah, we want to know. You got teammates in Tampa saying they don't think you're coming back. Legitimate question, fair question. Play it again. Tom, you're leaving everybody guessing. Uh, You said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do uh, regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already fucking done it. Okay. Okay. I'm taking it a day at a time. Okay. So you got to know that question's coming. And Jim has to ask the question. Tom may know. You know, there are times when I've gone into interviews, and right before we get ready to interview somebody, somebody to go, hey, uh, he's not going to talk about that. And I'll go, I'm going to ask the question. It's up to him if he's going to answer it. But this isn't one of those you know, Tom and Jim are friends, business partners, and I don't. I'm I'm surprised that Tom reacted that way. Yeah, Paul. Was Tom really mad, or was that kind of a uh, screw you laughing mad? Like where he wasn't actually mad, but th- when you hear the swear words, you think <gasps> he's upset. I can't tell if he's actually mad. Yes, yes, he. That was Tom in a friendly venue. Uh, acting mad so that now he can, for the next however many weeks or months, say, guys, I already addressed this. <laughs> guys, I already addressed this on my podcast, okay? I'm not answering this question anymore. I already addressed it. And then I would say, well, Tom, you didn't answer anything. You didn't tell us anything. That's, that's all that was, was the trap door to get out of that uh, conversation. I would say, Tom, what is the time frame? When, when do you feel like you have to make a decision? Look, guys, it's okay, look. <laughs> All right, I got a lot of my, I'm just... I still got to ask you the question. Guys, okay. Tom, you may not know where you're going, but when are you going to make, when do you have to make your decision? To be fair to the the Buccaneers or the team you're going to, or both. Like, you got to ask the question. No problem with Jim asking that question. (laughs) (laughs) You know, unless that's Tom having fun with the question in in sort of a, hey, you know me, and I'm going to give you grief even though I really don't mean it. Uh, Andrew in Washington. Hi, Andrew. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan and Danette. Um, Just a couple of things. Real quick, you were talking about triple doubles. Just a shout-out to Caitlin Clark. Not only did her Hawkeyes give Ohio State their first loss last night, but she's the first Division I player in over 23 years to have a 25-point triple double against an AP-ranked team. So just more women's college basketball love. But uh, my question is this. Can Andy Reid become maybe the second-best coach of all time that we look at in the NFL if he gets to the Super Bowl again. Because he's had a lot of change in his career. He's done it with multiple teams, the only coach to have 10 playoff wins with two teams, and um, a lot of change in his, uh, in his offenses and his players throughout the years. He hasn't had just one strict team like Chuck Noll or, or um, Bill Belichick. So just kind of wanted to see where yeah, he – Yeah, I mean, he's not going to be anywhere near uh, Bill Belichick. But he's in the conversation. You know, he's just in the same era with him. That makes it tougher. Because when you go, greatest coach of all time, uh, where's Andy Reid fit in there? Well, not close to Bill Belichick. But is he one of the great coaches of all time? Yes, he is. Hall of Famer? Absolutely. Sure. No problem with that. 
Uh, Bob in Ohio. Hi, Bob. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan and Danette. Thank you very much for taking the call. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvin, I have to say I'm a little disappointed in you this morning for the first time ever. You cannot say that Back to School is a better movie than Caddyshack. <laughs> From pure star power to quotability throughout life, I have never heard anyone walk down the street or on a golf course say triple lending. You know, so... And don't get me wrong, you have an underrated performance from Robert Downey Jr. in Back to School. Even Burt Young steals the show in some of those scenes. It's a classic <laughs> comedy. But to say that it's better than Caddyshack, it's a little bit of blasphemy but, in my mind. But, but, Bob, Marvin is younger than us. He grew up in a different time. Uh, I mean, I don't agree with Marvin. And Marvin hasn't had a good first hour of this show. I mean, he totally screwed up who's going to sing the anthem at the Super Bowl. Paulie? <laughs> I don't know if I'm more mad about the Caddyshack thing or the Chris Ableton thing. I know. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> well, it's Marvin's opinion about Caddyshack, but his opinion is factually wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's fine if you if you like that. Back to school. It, it's, it's fine. You're wrong, but it's fine. Okay. Stand on the hill. Oh, I'm gonna die on that. Oh, you're gonna die on <laughs> oh, the that's hill. That's easy. Not even close. Well, you're I'm gonna sorry. die by yourself on the hill. Fine, fine with me. Yeah. How do you feel about Top Gun Maverick? Ooh. Not even what? close to seeing it. You're not gonna go see it? No, for what? Did you, you see the first one? Did not. Yeah. Good for you. What? <laughs> Maybe Marvin's onto something. What? <laughs> Doug Peterson, Jags head coach, will join us. Marcellus Wiley and uh, the great Bill Walton will stop by as well. Busy two hours coming up. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 